Hey guys, Doc here to tell you about something that could really give you the edge in gaming. I'm talking about our show sponsor, Fade Grips. Thumbstick grips as well as controller grips that give comfort, precision, and control so you can take your gaming to the next level. Just go to FadeGrips.store and check out all they have to offer. And with our promo code, CAG20, at checkout, you can get 20% off your entire order. That's FadeGrips.store with offer code CAG20. Welcome to episode 42 of Cross Atlantic Gaming. I'm your host, Risky the Kid, and joining me this week are my co-hosts, Doc H1X1. What's up? Chocolate Bear. How you doing, folks? And in our rotating fourth chair, community member, Ladonian. What's going on, guys? What's going on with you? Welcome back to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problemo. All right, uh, first up, we do have a few things to get out of the way. Our Patreon episode is, or our Patreon giveaway episode, I should say, is uh, going to be next week. So if you're interested in getting yourself in that drawing, you can head on over to patreon.com slash CAG podcast. Um, I also wanted to say that we reset our leaderboards and discords. So if you're a part of Discord, um, every month we're going to reset our leaderboards and you get xp for the leaderboard just by being active in chat for the most part um and whoever's at the top of the leaderboard that isn't me doc or chocolate oh, damn it. <laughs> uh you win yourself some fade grips our show sponsor um some grips for your sticks <laughs> sounds well, good excuse you <laughs> that needs trying to, to make the... this pg-13 i thought and here we go uh yep um, so yeah, get yourself some thumb grips by being active in Discord. Um, links for our Discord are in the show notes, so click it and come hang out with us. To um, be fair, we are real big on safe protection for your thumbsticks, oh. so can't say that enough. Yep, he's not wrong. It. I guess if you get a if you get a used controller from GameStop, you don't know where that's been. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> so. That's a good call. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They don't sanitize that. No. Can that be our next promo? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can definitely make something good with that, I think. Yeah, I'll contact the local health department and see if we can somehow get a oh promotion God. bid for that. So. <laughs> um, all right. So, <laughs> moving swiftly along. Um, our next community play um, is tentatively set up for March 23rd. That's going to be a Friday at like 5, 6-ish Eastern. So, that's going to be 10 or 11 for the UK people. Um, tough to f- strike that perfect balance on on a weekday for the UK and the US people. Uh, but we're going to be playing the Master Chief Collection. Um, so if you have Game Pass, you do own that. Um, so yeah, that should be fun. We'll be plugging that the next few episodes up until that comes out. And we'll also be announcing it in Discord and whatnot. Uh, last community play was a lot of fun. This one should also be a lot of fun. So, And that's the Saturday, right? Not the Friday. Uh, yep, I yep. might be bad at, yep, 23rd is definitely a Saturday. <laughs> cool. <laughs> when I wrote Friday, somebody should have been like, nope, you're wrong. There it is. You corrected me. And Chocolate, you should probably not do another UK-US challenge. Let's just avoid that awkwardness Yeah. <laughs> oh, mind you, I've got a diamond in the rough with uh, with fists on our side. He is, uh, That's he true. is a good player. Yeah, we'll but see. one diamond is not worth more than... One Dan pot. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, he's not allowed to play. So, oh, oh, whoa! <laughs> I need to up. win. I need to win one. <laughs> hey, don't worry, don't worry, chocolate. As soon as we go over to the, if we switch up to UK servers, we'll just get Sweeney on our side for that one. So, hey, <laughs> I haven't haven't heard that strategy before. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Saturday, March twenty third. Too soon. Uh, yeah, it, it is. That's why I was trying to just move past it. <laughs> uh, 5, 6 Eastern, 10, 11 UK time. All right. Let's get into the show. Another week in gaming. What has everybody been playing? Um, do we want to just start with Anthem? Is everybody still playing Anthem except for Hell me, yeah. Doc? Oh, wait. <laughs> God. He's the worst game share partner ever. Like he buys these games solely for my enjoyment. I mean, he's the best game share partner ever. I say because he nice. hasn't touched it. But like, hey, I have I have every intention of eventually playing it. But I'm one of those weirdos that like if I don't get in on, with like on the ground floor day one, I kind of lose that sense of urgency. So I think that's what happened here. So wait till the next update where they give you like a magic charm that levels you up to level 30 instantly. <laughs> like Destiny always <laughs> that does. That would be hilarious actually. It's like, hey guys, I'm at the end game. What's up? It took me uh, three minutes. I just clicked <laughs> one thing in my inventory. We're here. Yeah. You've and that old guy sucks. Am I right? <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> More like who's Owen? What? <laughs> oh man. Owen. Owen. Oh, SOB. Uh, I really wanted to like him at the beginning of the game. But then you must not have talked to him eight thousand times. No, 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 no. Like right when you meet him, though. Like I was like, oh, this guy seems fun. He's cheery. He wants to be a, a freelancer someday. And then Ladonian's like, man, Owen really got a bad rep from these guys. They just didn't give him a chance. No. Not Continues so much. the bad. Uh, uh, you remember Luke's uncle in Star Wars, Uncle Owen? He oh, was yeah. a jerk too. That's true. <laughs> He got what's coming to him, so maybe this Owen will too. He got what's caught. He deserved to be burned alive. (laughs) I mean, oh boy. (laughs) Um, Anyway, skeleton from his anthem though, super fun. Uh, I I have been experiencing some issues with like the quick play, so I hit. I think I beat like the campaign at like level twenty four, and so I've been trying to grind to thirty. And supposedly, quick play is the fastest way to do it, but it's really bugged and you can't even like you'll finish a mission and just be at a loading screen for forever and rather disappointing. So do you not get XP if it like no, does that? You don't get any. Oh my God. I, just, Ooh, I spent rough. like 40 minutes today trying to do like before I knew it was a bug, uh, just to do quick play and then rejoin to get all the stuff that I had collected. And, uh, yeah, super disappointing. You get all the stuff, but just no XP. I was just about to ask, yeah, if you if you log back on, if it somehow registers it, but I guess not. Yeah, That's you don't rough. get the XP, which is what I want. I could care less about all the the rares and uh, epic drops I'm getting because they're just going to be useless once I hit thirty. So. Yeah, that's what I keep trying to tell people is like, yeah, like don't be grinding for gear until you're level thirty because yeah. all that stuff just quickly becomes irrelevant, and there's no way to like. Well, you can craft stuff, I guess, but. Yeah, I don't know. Just makes more sense plowing through the story until you can hit thirty, and then really yeah. going from there. Uh, what are you? You're maining a interceptor. So I still? was, I was an interceptor, um, but man, you just get one shotted by everything on like hard mode or like he just gets taken down so easily in strongholds that I switched to storm, and I've been loving the storm. Super fun, super powerful. 
the Storm has less health than the Interceptor. I, was, I know. Well, I was just it about to ask. Make like, sense. <laughs> I thought Storm was just as uh, frail as the as the. No, I I I think the shield that you have around it allows you to get hit more. I don't know. Hmm. I, mean, I did. Oh, I did the final mission like two times in a row because then you unlock it and i did it both times on hard once with the interceptor once with the storm and it was way easier on storm i didn't okay. die yeah. from one hit it was weird i think a lot of that's probably dependent on your build too um getting i don't know just armor buffs and stuff unless you're using a lot of like similar components between the storm and interceptor i feel like a lot of it's just build dependent yeah, I mean, truthfully, I hadn't even upgraded the storm at all. He was like super low, <laughs> and uh, I felt more powerful. So, I don't know. I try. I also have been trying the Colossus out. Super fun. I just don't have the right gear for that yet. But that the Colossus, I think, is definitely the most necessary person on the team because he can pretty much revive you anywhere you are. Seems like that's the javelin that you have the most fun with. Everyone who plays the Colossus just is wading into battle where. I'm I'm the ranger at the moment. I'm just hiding, trying to do as much help as I can or as much damage and failing miserably. Yeah, ranger seems pretty underwhelming compared to the other three. Yeah, I, I wish I didn't start with the ranger. I wish I would have gone Colossus or Storm or Interceptor. Well, the great Whoa. thing about this game, though, is like I decided I was going to play the Storm for... I don't know, maybe a couple hours over the weekend. And once you're level 30, it's like the drops you get from a couple stronghold runs or just some free play or whatever gets your secondary, your third character, whoever, really quickly up to wherever your top guy is. Because, like, the weapons you can swap between characters and whatever drops you're going to get are obviously just going to be falling at the highest level because it's based off of your actual pilot level and not, like your storm gear level or something so it's super easy to level up those other characters which i think is awesome because it gives you a lot of versatility if you're playing with not the same squad every time like if you have to run a storm for whatever reason you should have a backup storm even if he's not as good as your primary guy but it, it does make it pretty easy which is nice yeah i do like that a lot i i love the ability to switch off especially if you're running with different people or even like since it, doc for example has not played the game i could just switch <laughs> yeah. to a character that i have not played ever and run with him and upgrade that character to be viable in like maybe two hours like not even right that's not bad at all then because like yeah like thinking back to like destiny 2 to where it's like such a chore to be like okay i want to have a warlock i gotta start over i gotta play the whole campaign i've got to do all this stuff like it's like a 20-hour investment just to get another character up to speed on like that. So, Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. I remember at one point in Destiny when I was running three hunters, like three of <laughs> Wait, the same class. Why? <laughs> so, so you're going to unlock all the passive stuff. Duh. Uh, I guess. Okay. Well, he wanted yeah, a full raid set. It was my main class, but that just made it so you could do right, the, right. each weekly three times for yeah. hunter gear. So that was why I did that. I got gotcha. you. But then just the thought of starting up like a warlock and not having gear that I could just transfer over is just no thanks. <laughs> a non-starter. <laughs> they they kind of fixed that in Destiny 2, though. I felt like it wasn't as necessary because the drops were not as rare as Destiny 1. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely think the drops since the patch have been really, really nice. Yeah. 
Uh, good stuff. I, I haven't really done anything new in Anthem. Chocolate, are you still playing a decent amount? I'm playing not as much as I should be. I'm because um, of the amount of gaming time I have, I kind of flit in and out. So I think I hit it quite hard the beginning of the week, and then I've just fallen off and. My attention has gone elsewhere to other games. So I'm only level, I think, 12. But I've been playing with um, Soccer Greg, played with Fists. And they were quite a way ahead of me. Cobo as well. Um, So they've been helping me grind up my levels ever since. Well, don't let Doc beat you. Well, yeah... I, I don't think I can, can I? <laughs> Doc, Doc will play for like half an hour and be out of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me. I do need to get on. I mean, I do love the game and the, the, the movement and everything. It's just, there's so much. It's so difficult to get enough time to to play everything that's out at the moment. If only, if only you could stream the game to your Switch. I feel like that would solve a lot. Spoilers. Spoiler. Anyways, that's just a you know pipe dream. But anyways, yeah. if I could put my kids in nursery longer, what? what? <laughs> yeah, okay. I I feel like the first twenty levels were like pretty quick. Uh, as you're going through, you'd probably level every other mission. And now that I'm like, I think I'm level twenty seven or something like that. Well, twenty I've, and beyond, it takes a few missions to level. I was gonna say I felt like the last like five to seven levels going up to 30 took longer than the first like 23 yeah, levels definitely. <laughs> and yeah. and granted i'm doing this over a course of a few days risky did it over the course of two days <laughs> so i mean literally you know what's funny is i tried like uh friday night i was like all right i'm gonna stay up late i'm gonna like play and just grind to 30 and it, it became like one one in the morning i was like i'm going to bed i can't do this anymore <laughs> like, like, like i'm like, gonna pull was, a risky and then he's yeah. like man it's uh about that time huh yeah so. i was trying to be like really like man i'm gonna be like risky and be like my old destiny days and pff, i can't even come close to staying up that late anymore <laughs> You just have to. Uh, you'll have to get some uh, medicinal help next time to power through. Did you see the um, the numbers that Scottman posted with him and his friends, which just eclipse what Risky was playing? Oh, really? many... yeah. oh yeah. I was like fourth. I think I was like fourth or fifth on his list oh, of wow. time played Whoa. friends. Yeah, it was. Um... After like the first week, I was like, "That's man, crazy. damn, that is saying a lot." Then. I think bigger garbage monsters than I am. Yeah, I thought <laughs> you. Had, I think you had forty-four hours or something, and they just—they're like in the eighties. Yeah, <laughs> absurd. We, we call them whales in the industry. <laughs> yep. Um. All right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Division two beta. I hopped into this a little bit just today. I know there was there was some cosmetic stuff that you could get from doing. I think it was the Dark Zone t- tutorial, maybe, and then one mission. Mm-hmm. So I just hopped in to get that stuff. It was the open beta this weekend. So by the time you're listening to this, that time has come and gone. Um, I'm pumped for this game. I only played maybe like an hour, hour and a half, however long it took me to take out the one mission and do the Dark Zone tutorial to get my cosmetic whatever for the main game. Um, definitely just ready for it to be out. And I am finding that in Anthem right now, I'm kind of like, all right, my guy's, to do. Yeah, my guy's pretty close to being, like I can just be, focusing on builds now but my guy's getting like close to that end game point where it's like all right my guy's as strong as he can possibly be but 
but why? <laughs> why do I care if he's as strong as he can be? So you don't get stronger stuff for doing GM level two and three, right? It's just more of a chance at good gear, right? Apparently, and the general consensus seems to be that that upped percentage isn't worth the upped difficulty. So yeah. a lot of people are just hanging out in Grandmaster 1. And their Cataclysm thing, like their aspirational content, isn't until May. So I think Division 2 is coming at a perfect time in a couple weeks here. Uh, just be That seems like it has a lot more as far as Endgame goes. So that might actually last a couple months. And then by that time, Anthem will come back. I think these two will go nice, like, hand-in-hand hand, if you're into loot and shoots. Have they uh, detailed any more of what the Cataclysm stuff is? Not that I've seen. It okay. just looks like a big storm with, like, extra monsters. Um, it's like a thing. Sharknado comes in, basically, just with creatures. I, I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like what you're pitching. I'm down. I will say that going through the main... Now we're back on Anthem again for a minute. But uh, <laughs> a lot of, like... I want to say mechanics and like different parts of missions in the main storyline. I feel like there's enough things that you could pull from these missions and like unique bosses and stuff like that, that they could, they could definitely do some type of raid. Like I'm just thinking of like vault of glass from the original destiny. It's like the opening sequence. Everybody had a spot they had to hold down or whatever, which is definitely a part of Anthem. They have, like, platforming stuff. If they take away your ability to fly and just use, like, double jumps and boosts and stuff, it's like you could have a platforming section. You have the the bosses with different, like, the spider boss where you have to, you can take off, like, little pieces of her to do more damage. It just seems like there are so many different parts of Anthem that they could have pieced all these together to make some type of raid. So hopefully they get some feedback about that at some point. Yeah, I agree. Like, I was thinking the same thing when I was running through some of the missions and stuff. Um, one in particular, uh, the have you done the secondary or the second strike? That's not the final mission or the yeah. yep. stronghold. Right at the end there, when you're facing the boss, you can't even damage the boss until you take out the the little like s- turbine things on. Yeah, the Yeah, whatever that is. That's it. That's like a typical raid mechanic right there and like they just needed to yeah like you said just kind of piece together all these things that they have going and bam you got a raid yay or there's even that one part where you're like standing at these little consoles and there's like a spinning like clock kind of thing up on the wall and you need to stop it at each like once the symbols cross each other stop it to make like a line like all of these are like perfect little raid puzzle things that I don't understand. Like, everyone's favorite part of Destiny who played raids was raids. And you think they would have taken that feedback and been like, hey, we we should do this. And it doesn't well, seem like it'd be that difficult. Especially Bioware. Like, yeah. Bioware could piece together that in, like, a week. Not even, like... Well, it's super weird because, like, you know, we, we talked about it all before the game came out. And now the game's out. And for the most part, it sounds like you look at this and you're like... You have to wonder why they thought that it wasn't necessary to have raids in this. Like, when it is such a loot shoot, a looter shooter. I mean, that is what it is. And, because you just said it, you got to the end, you're getting more powerful, and if you were in Destiny and saying that same sense, you're like, well, I'm getting more powerful because we're going to get six together and we're going to go do the raid and then get real raid gear even higher in, in, you know, in tier gear. But this is like, I'm getting more powerful... I guess for, for whatever what purpose. the yeah. yeah exactly and then you're and then you're seeing stuff where you're like well they've obviously got mechanisms within the single player like strikes and stuff that 
you could put together to make a longer thing that you don't even have to call it a raid, call it whatever you want, but, you know, it's just weird that they thought that that wasn't necessary for this game, you know. But do you think that's coming out? They're, they're waiting, they want you to flush out the whole... I mean, you know, it's, it's possible. I mean, but it, it's the new the way of doing. Casual person like you, chocolate's gonna. Well, take, yeah, I'm <laughs> never gonna get May there. To level up to thirty, and then bam, we got. That's May twenty thirty, by the way, twenty thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> chocolate didn't tell us, but he's actually a QA tester for uh, Bioware, and uh, they're getting all the wrong feedback. Basically, what we're saying. <laughs> but chocolate's no, it's like, yeah, I'm still working. I'm not even halfway there yet. Take your time, guys. <laughs> but you know, you, you see now on some games that. Oh, a fair few of them, you know, you've got this season one or year one type. Is This could potentially be a year two drop. Be the wrong, I just think be the wrong move. Yeah, that's yeah. true, yeah. but I agree with Risky. I think that's a ball. I think that's the game changing, like like dropping the ball on that. Because like, if we've learned anything from these games as a service is that, yeah, you can lose retention and put out new stuff and gain people back. But when there's so many of these games coming out now, you don't have the luxury of just losing people and getting them back later because they probably moved on to a bigger, better thing, i.e. Division 2, which is coming out, which seems to have their game, their in-game stuff in order from launch. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's Division the problem. Be awesome. Yeah, that's that's the issue that hmm. that they have is that normally, you know, if this came out like, say, when Destiny 1 came out, they might have had a bigger grace period, but I don't think it's there anymore. I'll also say that, like, we still don't know what the cataclysms are, so... It's a Sharknado with creatures in it. Uh, I, that's this. exactly what it seems like it's going to be, but we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Um, all right, back to Division 2 beta. I didn't really have much to add. Ladoni, you hopped into this, right? Yeah, I mean, I just hopped in to make sure that it was the same as the VIP uh, beta, like, I'd, oh, yeah, it was. I, I mean, didn't really yeah, yeah. want to spend a lot of time. I don't even care if I get those... I mean, the gun skin is cool, but, like, I don't really care about the little trinket things. I'm the not gun gonna... skin you got from doing either, actually. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, Good deal. I wanted to hop in to see if it was better. Like, I was glitching out in a few missions um, in the VIP one. Like, it wouldn't let me finish a few. And I don't think it's that much better, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would be surprised if we got the same build, honestly. It, but uh, I ha- I was having audio drops like complete audio drops like see. like from my gun, so it just wasn't my gun wasn't making any noise and like the weird popping and like some weird audio stuff. That was the only thing I really experienced as far as it not feeling technically right. See, I had a audio. similar one where I all the sound went out except the enemy NPCs. And then it really became obvious when they repeated the same stuff over and over, like in a firefight. Because normally you wouldn't hear it because there's all these other sound effects going off. But, like, I had the one where I couldn't hear anything but them talking, and it was kind of annoying. But, yeah. yeah. Doc, are you telling me that you hopped in to the Division Beta, <laughs> but no, not demo. Anthem? The VIP demo. Oh, okay. The VIP. Yeah. Okay. But, see, I'm like you. I played everything that was possible to do in that, and that's why I didn't really jump into this. Yeah, game. I mean, I so. didn't really care about jumping into this. I, like, with Anthem, I spent, like, probably 10 to 12 hours in that in that uh, demo or whatever they had. And, like, then when Anthem came out, I was like, oh, I've already done. <laughs> like, I, I want to be back to where I was. This and, mission again, know, huh? So I didn't want to. Oh, Owen, I see you again. Oh, great. Yeah. Oh, what's up, Owen? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to uh, do that again. So uh, when Division comes out, I'll be completely surprised and everything like that. So, yeah. 
I, I will say, if nothing else, the division. The only thing I thought that was underwhelming when I played the VIP demo was I thought the team deathmatch stuff was a little bit meh, but everything else I thought was really good. So that's but that's what just. I, gathered. I mean, I don't think people are going to the division for their multiplayer. I, I like agree. Their yeah. PvP. And you have maybe in the dark, in the dark zone. zone. Yes, yeah, like the dark zone, zone seemed cool. Yeah, yeah, dark zone seemed cool. Team deathmatch. I don't think that. I think that's just what they throw in there to make people happy. Did yeah, because I played it. and It definitely seemed kind of like not. A, I don't want to say an afterthought. Like it had hooks to it, like unique features. But I, I don't know if that type of. I don't know if they ever intended that style of game to be like PvP in a very small area. I guess I should say. But I will say that. The did you guys go into the dark zone area? Yeah, yeah, no. The that dark zone east, I think, is the one you get access to. Yeah, felt like completely different from the rest of the map, which I think is really odd. Like it felt way more overgrown. Oh yeah, and yeah. there was just, I don't know. It was like the coolest part of the map, in my opinion, of everything I've played so far. Was... And knowing that the three of them are all gonna feel and look vastly different from each other is pretty awesome. I think. Yeah. It was super eerie feeling almost when you go in it and yeah. see like all like the you because you can tell it was like massive crowds and just an outbreak happened in a period of no time like body but, bags everywhere yeah just yellow super dust. eerie yeah like but it, it it is really cool and I think it is like you said a really cool area of like different levels of underground above ground and and, and what's weird is there's a safe house in the uh, in the dark zone now too which is kind of weird. But uh, didn't they? I think they didn't did. They, they have that in the, the other end one? of division. They there might a, have a couple I, of them. I thought I never got into it very much in the first one. But but yeah. Um. So yeah, that was kind of different. But uh. But yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for that game though. I think. And then we haven't really even still seen them what the raids are gonna be. So I love that they're not saying anything about the raids. They're just like, yep, they're eight person, and it's a different part of the map that you won't have seen. Yeah, so. the the rumors right now is the airport and the Pentagon are two that they're thinking will be uh will be raid areas. So that's that sounds good. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It does. I wonder how uh how the eight man raids will go because like at least me I'm used to a six man raid or like what was what was WoW I can't remember. Well, WoW had several different ones. They had yeah. Ones I that feel were like, like most of them were like huge though right yeah yeah that when they first came out they were like i can't remember the exact player count but i want to say 60 or more or i don't know yeah but then but like I, they had smaller tier ones as eight, time went on eight will be an interesting number i'm looking forward to that that'll be that'll be uh interesting because i feel like that's enough to where you can have some weaker links and like as long oh, as you thanks have, for like, the invite thanks <laughs> well yeah, it'll be yeah, like how chocolate. destiny raids hey. went you know it'll start we'll all be civil and towards the end we'll be ready to cut each other's throats so <laughs> you know it, I think eight's an awesome number because all the content you're doing for the most part is four person, and then so it's just like you'll have your first four person squad, and then you just kind of like link up with another four. Yeah, person you don't squad. need to cut anyone well, out. Cool. That or it makes clans super relevant all of a sudden. You that know? too, yeah. Which we and gotta hop on that as soon as we can. Yeah, that yeah. Cross Atlantic Gaming clan. Yeah, make up. sure that other less well known clan doesn't. We gotta have it. someone in Australia <laughs> claim that for us. We'll just have somebody their switch their sure. Xbox to New Zealand, and we'll get it. Huh. Whoa, Doc. <laughs> I mean, what? what? Yeah. Uh. That sounds uh, sketchy. Hmm. <laughs> Bit of a gray hey, area. But, but like you said about eight people, though, that to me, I just can't wait to see what kind of, you know, you were talking about, like, mechanisms in Anthem, but, like, having eight people can make something super tactical in the sense that, like, 
four people could be in one zone and four people could be on the other side of a big zone. And, like, you could have, like, major battles occurring with, like, two teams of four and stuff like that, you know. Like, it, I feel like you can get way more complicated with the the raid mechanisms and stuff with that many people. Well, and then I with was, the... Go on, sorry. You know, go for it. I was going to say, with the, um, the added bonus of the abilities and dropping, you, you know, your medic... In Division One, didn't you? You had like a medic shield, and can you imagine just how that's going to work? Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah. And the t- the two medic guys go to the wrong team as well. Oh, and blow your raid completely up. <laughs> well, so that's the thing I'm looking forward to because, like in in Destiny, there was always those kind of awkward moments, especially if you were with randoms, where it's like, "Hey, dude, um, can you go to the other side? They're they're good over there, so you can join them, and I'll go <laughs> hop over." Like you know, like there was always those awkward moments, but I feel like with eight people, hopefully, there's less of those. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how how many quote-unquote weak links you can get away with i guess necessarily with that many people yeah i mean it's like when risky went to apex and they had to cut moose out you know it's just like oh my Whoa. god well this is just <laughs> this is getting real real fast all right that's why we don't play apex anymore yeah all right as soon as um, we bring up gunman clive moose will unsub <laughs> from the podcast <laughs> the uh so the thing i find weird about this is that all the like content in the division i don't really know like what content you're going to take out from or what mechanics i guess that you would take out and put into a raid whereas with anthem it's like i have found so many and they're not going to have a raid and this one i I haven't really found any and they're going to have a raid so it's it's kind of like a weird disparity there do you remember in um division one like the public event sort of things where they'd have you like pick up the uh, like battery things and then you can only use your pistol when you were carrying oh, a battery yeah. and you walk super slow over to put it in so something like that I yes guess, uh... they, they have what's there um but like can you name a couple more besides that one like interesting things that weren't just figuring out how to take down a tank yeah they had it where you had to release the pressure in the valves for the pipes um they had like there was a capture know. point part one as well, wasn't there? Yeah, there was capture. I don't, if we had Arrow Ben on the show, he would be able to give us a full depth analysis. He would know of every this. single. Yeah, thing. I mean, but I think they have what's there. Um, they, I think it'll be good, especially I mean, like that they announced that they're having raids, whereas last time they had no idea what they were gonna right. do. So. And, I mean, with eight people, there's so much more stuff you could do than you wouldn't have even been able to see in single player. Like, let's say you have eight pads where eight people have to go spend on different things to unlock something, or, like, four that two people have to go to and defend each one. Like, with eight people, like, I feel like you unlock way more possibilities than even in single player. Just with, like, having to coordinate multiple things at once kind of thing. Communication's going to be a massive pain in the backside. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's going to be interesting for sure. So like we can barely run a four-person podcast without talking over each other. So I can't imagine how having eight people in a party all trying to say different things. Like oh, I can. Lots of deaths. Lots of yelling. <laughs> or I wonder if we get to a point where it's like, all right, you're team one, we're team two. Let's get into separate parties for this part of the raid because we have our own things to do, and then we'll rejoin. I say we go the whole Something way and just, like and just RP and just talking like military lingo the whole time. All right, 
I, I'm <laughs> Bravo team go. It's, it's funny that you said that because the first like when I first started to see all the stuff for Division One, I, I think I talked to like Dan and Waterloo and was like, we should role play the out of this game. Yeah, man, I'm all about that. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> uh, we are division agents now. We'll just walk in. I will walk into the first raid and be like, yeah, man, today's my last day before retirement. I'm really pumped. Can't uh, wait. Love it. Um. All right, Doc, you're playing some Hearts of Iron 4. I don't even know what that is. So could you tell me what that is? <laughs> okay, real quick. God, <laughs> Doc, stop playing these <laughs> random games. <laughs> it's really good, all right? No, uh, it's, uh, it's a PC game. Uh, I recommend it. Mainly I put it on here because it's on sale for 15 bucks right now. It's like an 80% discount on Steam. Um, this is for anybody out there that's that likes RTSs and likes World War One, World War Two stuff. Um, so this is more of a so no one uh, you probably so this is <laughs> this is more of a college professors <laughs> there you go <laughs> it's a top down but you're looking at a global map and it's got more to do with um, so you can play either historical campaign or non historical campaign historical campaign all the countries the outcomes can be different but all the countries tend to behave how they behaved in World War Two um, and then non historical they'll do whatever the hell they want to basically but you, you're not controlling individual units on the ground. You're controlling divisions and what's within divisions that make them up. And you're doing treaties with countries. You're doing stuff like uh, you're you're deciding whether you're a democracy, socialism, uh, uh, communism stuff. And it, and it's interesting because like say you're a country that's a democracy. I cannot declare war on somebody unless they declare war on me in certain situations. Unless I become socialist or communist and I can do whatever the hell I want to at that point. So, and but then, like, let's say you change a government thing, then you might have an uprising in your country. So, like, I was playing a game a while ago, and I was uh, play, playing as Japan, and I look over in the Americas, and America had an uprising, and they had the Confederate States of uh, America in the bottom half of the country, and the north was the United States of America. And I'm like, well, that's <laughs> weird. <laughs> um, so you have random stuff like that happen um, if you're playing non-historical uh, but I don't know. I'm a junkie for that kind of uh, World War II history and that kind of uh, big overarching campaign. And I'm normally into the RTSs that are much more, you know, you, you build units, you build tanks, you send tanks to that point and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but this is sort of a different one for me. But I, I've been a big fan of the series. I played the uh, Hearts of Iron 3. And so when this one came out, I was, you know, all about it. And, yeah, I've been playing that quite a bit. I'll probably stream it some too. Um, I don't know if many people would really care to watch it per se because yeah, it's not the they most, won't. Yeah, it's not the most <laughs> thrilling thing ever unless you're into this sort of thing. You might, which uh, is nobody. You might hook a few people. Yeah, yeah, you never know. But they'll um, probably be weird. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you, you can. But, uh, <laughs> you can maybe not invite them to the bottom <laughs> <of> the Discord. <laughs> well, we're just all right. Well, um, anyways, it's. Uh, I don't know. I like it. It's. It's a. It's a overarching rts pc game set in world war ii but uh yeah it's it's fun I like when it. did that come out is that recent? i'd have to look it up it, it's not super recent uh the reason i brought it up and started playing it again is because a lot of the people i watch on twitch uh, that's a part of the late shift like uh, uh burt black uh bike man uh, gassy mexican a lot of those guys all started playing the multiplayer version of it to where they'll all be countries and play at the same time, and uh, that kind of got me back into playing it again. So. Oh, so you're not just playing it to spite Ladonian then? No, no. It's just I, I I played it really a lot when it first came out. I can't remember when, maybe early last year, maybe. 
Um, and then a bunch of the people I watched started playing again. And I was like, hey, maybe I should try to get back into that. And yeah, been having fun. That's all that matters, Doc. Yeah. No, it's not, Doc. He's lying. <laughs> you should play him. He's like, it's trash. It is trash. If you don't play anthem. the division, I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> no, no, division I'm definitely in because the anthem is one of those that I held out. I think what the the short and long and the short of anthem, maybe why I didn't get in was, you know, A, I didn't get in from the bat, from the get-go, and that kind of throws me off a little bit. But I think B was the fact that it doesn't have raids and the fact that I'm already kind of my suspicions that I had about the game is already kind of playing out with what you guys are saying a little bit. Not that it's bad. It sounds like the game is well worth the money, 100%. But I think when I look at a game like that, I, w I want it deep down to be a game that, like, you know, we're already talking about. We don't even know what raids are in Division, but we're like, oh, man, isn't it going to be cool when we get eight people together and have to strategize all this stuff? Like, that. I think that's what I want from those games the most. So I think that's... Uh, you know, maybe that's the the hook for me on those type of games and stuff like that. And and with you know Anthem, we might get that eventually, but right now it's just not doesn't have enough hooks for me. Maybe, which well, I don't know. Maybe I can't say that because I haven't really played it that much. But you are not allowed to have an opinion on Anthem yet. Yeah, sorry. I've just played the demo and that's it. So <laughs> and the demo was terrible comparatively <laughs> to the actual game. Comparatively, but yeah. All right, good deal. Um, oh, Ladonian, you playing some Mark of the Ninja? That was one of the one of the few games I've beat this year. Yeah. Uh, well, I was pretty much traveling for the past two weeks. Uh, so I brought my Switch, and I was playing Mark of the Ninja, which, like, that game is super fun, super good, but I'm, like, super particular with the way I play it. I have to be full 100% stealth. If not, I have to, like, restart to a checkpoint, oh, and it's no. just taking me forever to beat the game. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it would. <laughs> That's, like, I'm going to talk about this in a minute, but, like, Trials Rising, it's like if I don't get gold on a track, it's like I have to start over. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's I know what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's, like, taking me forever to beat the game. And I feel like... Um, some areas of this game and risky you probably could attest to this like they're they like want you to be discovered or like you have to use your abilities in the perfect way and it just takes forever to figure that you have to fail like probably like five to ten times like here's a landmine you have to use it go blow someone up yeah yeah so it's taken me a while but it's a good game especially on the switch it's a perfect switch game um it is a it's a perfect little stealth game. Like all those stealth mechanics are so like, they're all really good. Yeah, yeah. I was playing my Switch a lot when I was traveling. I also played. Uh, I'll just get these ones out of the way. I played a little bit of Paladins <laughs> with my friends on the Switch. I mean, my God, that thing mm -hmm. is. Your what? Paladins? Uh, is it, Pal is it yeah, Paladins? Paladins. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> I gotta say, last episode, you guys were like saying how great Overwatch was as a game, and it was just <laughs> like it. brought tear to my eye. It was great. Thank you, Kabowski. Like, um, <laughs> but anyway, I was playing Paladins, and man, I suck at that game on a handheld. Like, I ha thank God I brought my pro controller, and I could like somewhat do better than just playing with the regular Joy Cons. You know what you need? You need fade grips. Fade grips. No, I I honestly think it's just like the controllers on the Joy Cons while you're holding your Switch is just not. I don't know. It's just I can't aim that well. I just don't think there's enough stick. Like I feel yeah. like if, if you oh, push whoa, it whoa. up a little bit, oh my god! <laughs> if you if you push <laughs> Doc, the stick up, just because some people have told you that in the past doesn't mean you're any less of a man. 
Anyways. Uh, and Chocolate's not here, so somebody has to. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for Chocolate. I was like, hey, he's probably muted, damn it. Uh, uh, yeah, that's what I found the same thing with Paladins, though. And even, like, if you're playing an easy, like, I play Grover all the time because he's super easy, and I just need to, like, aim one direction and huff axes. But when I can't aim down the hallway, I'm trying to because the slightest touch of the joystick yeah. like, shoots me 90 degrees to the right or left. It's, yeah, so um, I played that game a little bit with my buddies. Um, they're trying to get me more into it, which it is It is better than I. That I've already confessed this last time, so I'm not going to get too far <laughs> into it. Um, and then also I played Fortnite. Um, they had like some challenges a few weeks back where you could get a free battle pass for this season eight so i needed to get those done with did they and offer that as soon as apex came out yeah uh yeah i mean a few weeks afterwards yeah um but it was funny i was i was like staying in a hotel room with my buddy um which uh he may be listening to this uh because he actually we listened to the podcast on the way up and he was loving it so great work guys for i think Woo! that was the episode moose was on that's always um, a good time yeah always good time but uh it was funny because i was like Getting so mad playing Fortnite on the Switch and uh, <laughs> like just Wait, getting now, my you said you were playing whooped. You said you were playing Joy Cons, not with a pro controller. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terrible. Like and and with a hotel internet connection, oh, it's I just bet. yeah. It was very difficult. I wasn't even trying to win games or do anything other than get my like weeklies in, and it was it was brutal. So. Yeah. Uh, um, have you played any of the new season? Didn't they just start a new season? Uh, so I logged in for to like look at the new battle pass, which I gotta say this season not that exciting. Like all the, it's like, pirate themed, right or something? Yeah, but even yeah. so, there's not really that cool like stuff to strive for for like the like later characters. I think the first the coolest characters are the two you get for free at the beginning. Oh jeez, like, that's not good. Yeah, and so I'm not going to feel, like, stressed out to, like, complete the battle pass this season. Um, but, yeah, the new world is cool. They, they um, it, It's, like, pirates and the lava king, kind of. What about I don't, uh, I don't know really tell, which one. Tell me more about Weezer Island, Ladonian. Weezer Island. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I actually have not jumped into a game, though. So I have not oh. discovered new areas. So okay. I'll probably what do is that. Weezer Island? Somebody has to tell me. Well, <laughs> risky. Making a uh, do you? Uh, oh no! This is you. Wait, you don't know about this Ladonian? No. Oh, tell us, Doc. Dang! I need to look this up to actually get the detailed story. I just I, I didn't put this in because I thought Ladonian would would know about it. But hold on. Uh, talk about something, and I'll pull it up here. <laughs> Sorry. So chocolate. How are you, kids? <laughs> uh, she is very well. She is back to sleep. Thank okay, you. Okay. Perfect. We should have a good 10 minutes before she wakes again. <laughs> All right, perfect. Is 10 minutes enough for you to tell me about FIFA The Journey? Uh, yeah, plenty of time, plenty of time. All right. FIFA is dead, so that's when I move <laughs> on to FIFA. Okay, I just had play... to come back to say, holy crap, what? Yeah, I'm FIFA off FIFA. dead? Now. Yeah, it gets to around this time, and you kind of just stop playing because too much has happened. There's too many cards out. People are slightly better than me. Um, so then I move on to the single player. I mean, wouldn't that happen in week one? Not in FIFA. Not in FIFA. <laughs> Every other FIFA game, yes. Chocolate. So wait, are you just wait? When does the next FIFA come out? I feel like it's pretty soon, right? September. Uh, September. What? Yeah. It coincides with the new season. So it's, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the journey. The journey is awesome. 
Is it still Alex Hunter? Alex Hunter. You start off as Jim Hunter. You well, start off as wait, his, as his granddad. Oh. Yeah, so it takes you back to like 1940-something. And it, it has the... I don't know if you've ever seen um, like old films or old things of um, football matches. So We're not it, as old as you, Chocolate. Oh, you son of a I gun. wasn't alive in the 40s. Sorry, Chocolate. No, chocolate, t- my eyes glaze over every time you talk about, like, you know, dial, like, f- dial-up radios and all this stuff. Like, we we weren't alive for that. <laughs> Don't okay. you remember the telephone where you had to, like, stick your finger in and move the, uh, the dial all the way around? Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so it takes you back to to that time so the pitch is like an absolute mess the the hairstyles are all in that kind of that era um yeah it was just brilliant it really took you in and immersed you into playing as his granddad in that time and i think by the looks of it so far it's a three-prong story so you have obviously alex hunter um you then play as his sister which i can't think of her first name Gertie. So we shall call her Sarah yeah. Hunter. Gertie Hurdy Hunter. Gertie. <laughs> Gertie so, so the instrument. Okay, great. Yeah, and then uh, and then you play as uh, Danny Williams as well. Um, yeah, so I think I've just cracked onto Danny's part of the story. Um, yeah, good just, old Danny. Good old Danny. Yeah, the the Jack the Lad. You know, the guy who likes to show off and be flamboyant. You know. I'm Danny Williams. I'm the big man. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you, Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, that, that kind of came a far too natural that did, didn't it? Um, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just a tad. So yeah, I, I, I'm enjoying. It. I, I love the, you know the the journey on the FIFA is is the best single player sports game story. By isn't far. there only two? <laughs> one of them's Madden. One's <laughs> Matt. Well, isn't there one on NBA as well? Which I don't oh, think. Oh yeah, the Spike Lee joint. Yeah, so um, oh, I haven't man. touched that yet. Once that jumps into. <laughs> oh, you might not ever want to touch that one. That was. <laughs> oh really? Is that a, Is that worse than Madden? Oh, real bad. Oh, it was real bad. Oh okay. I'll leave almost that one. in a super, almost in a funny way, but like they did, they weren't going for the funny angle. So that's right. How do they miss? Like, the writers from like, the journey. Are we talking about uh, as bad as some of Spike Lee's movies? Bad? I'll, I'll put it to you. That, well, uh, hey, you know, Ooh. opinions, opinions. But like, <laughs> I, I, I would say like YouTube, two K Spike Lee joint story. It is next level cringeworthy bad on some of those cutscenes. It is. Oh, I just, I, I. The only reason I ever played that story mode was because at the time everybody was saying how bad it was, and I had to see for myself. And yeah, it, it was. So, Doc, you will play a game because you heard of how bad it is instead Facts. of a game. That's good. Facts. Uh, you know what's hilarious? I had no idea Spike Lee was a director for the longest time. You I just thought, thought he was, he a, was a Knicks, Knicks fan. Knicks super fan, yeah. I, I, like, I thought he was just like uh, hey. someone that went to every single Knicks game and gained popularity because of that. To That's be fair, hilarious. he's had like some, some films that I guess have done well at like critically but he's also had some real bombs too so like yeah, yeah. no i mean i i'm glad he won an oscar that was good for him that was but, uh i don't know it's uh yeah uh it but yeah check out youtube 2k spike lee joint story it's uh <sighs> something it's well written it's super <laughs> it's, it is well written <laughs> let me tell you so that will oh, put me worthy. off the nba yeah 
don't go from the one you're playing to that one. That's too far of a drop. So. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll yeah. jump into the Madden after I finish this. Yeah, kind of get a cushion for it. Go Madden, then that. Yeah, there you go. All right, Doc. Ouch. Give us the give us the <laughs> Okay, so I'm just Back gonna read to this. I'm gonna read this <laughs> verbatim because it just I, I it threw me off when I heard about it. So, uh, in okay, summarize. Uh, Weezer Black album released on Friday, but Fortnite fans have been getting a preview of the record since season eight's launch. Season eight, season eight's launch Thursday. The band has an island in the game's creative mode that is like an amusement park with Weezer soundtrack constantly playing overhead. What? Wow. Yeah. Yes. So that, the that creative happened. mode isn't actually like part the, of like the map. Like the, map. The yeah. Royale, no one yeah. would ever like stumble into that just playing the battle royale. I guess you could, but you're not playing against nine or ninety nine other people or anything. It's just like, hey, go to this world, explore, build. So it's kind of like a Minecrafty area. So now yeah, they're ripping off Minecraft. Cool. I mean, that's what the building in Fortnite has always kind of been. It's kind of been like Minecraft, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, Weezer Island. Yeah, there you go. Anything's possible. Great. Um, Oh, man, Doc, this is just going to make Ladonian more angry, but (laughs) it... Are you playing through all, all of the Fable games, Scott? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, I looked Good at my God. game list I had, and I was like, what should I play right now that's just really, you know, worth my time? And then it just hit me like <laughs> a sack of bricks. It was Fable. Uh, the entire series, because once I beat one Fable, I still don't have anything better to play, so why not play two and three? No, so, uh, you know, uh, yeah, just uh, m- mostly for the streaming angle, I'm just playing through them because... It sounds like, you know, we pretty much know that Playground Games is making a uh, rebooted uh, Fable uh, open-world RPG. So I was like, hey, I actually I actually non-ironically liked uh, the Fable series. So I'm going back to play through them. And, uh, yeah, first one is still really good. I like it a lot. Why would that be ironic? Aren't they uh, a, a lot franchise? <laughs> well, I've always had the impression that Fable was kind of a – on the end of a lot of jokes, mostly because of Peter Molyneux, but that... He was a weird dude, to be fair. Yeah, with that, yeah, true. And he kind of promises a lot every game, and, and when it falls short, it's just like he just moves on to the next project, and it's like, oh, it's classic, you know, Peter Molyneux. But... <laughs> Do you remember him at... Wasn't he Milo, the the uh, little boy in the TV for Connect or whatever? Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> that weird yes. stuff. Yes, that was weird as hell, yeah. wasn't it? Well, he did that. He did the God game was one of his first ones he made. And, and it, but it's it's always the same thing. It's always like, it, like before Fable come out, he was like, yeah, so we're going to introduce um, real-time weather. So, like, we're going to link up your uh, zip code with the weather that is currently occurring in your uh, where you're playing the game. And then that will reflect in the game. And, he like, he would say all this crazy stuff all the time, which that's not that crazy nowadays. But, like, so you know, he would say all this. it sounds like he uh... – He's like the guy who, uh, with the fire, what, fire festival. Hey, they could link up and create a great game, huh? Probably, yeah. That's probably dead on. But anyways, with all that said, if you take Fable for the games they are and nothing more, nothing less, and kind of detach him from them, I like him as a as a action adventure RPG kind of thing. Um, oh, Fable's great game. The humor yeah. in it is on. Yeah, point. if it, you it like is, that type it, of humor, it's got it that is. very British uh, kind of uh, humor to it, which I yeah I do like a lot. Uh, and, yeah, the first one's great, second and third one. A lot of people kind of have mixed feelings about the third one. I like it. They went in some really different directions with, uh, 
you becoming the king and then making all these decisions that that uh, spoilers. Well, but that's a big part of the game, though, is that you start making decisions that, like, have an effect on the people throughout the game you've met, and it can have bad and good effects on people depending which way the decisions go and stuff. But And the second game was kind of big because they added a dog mechanic where you always have a dog with you, and that's like a, More a different spoilers. mechanic. <laughs> well, these are Well, in, these are integral parts of the game. Like, you know it from the second it boots up. But, uh, yeah. But I thought they always told a pretty good story, and a lot of people didn't think they went deep enough in terms of... Uh, how much of an open world RPG they were or were not, but um, I thought for the time and what they were and, and uh, what they did with them, I thought they were really well done. And uh, the Fable Anniversary, which is the first one, is actually Xbox X enhanced, so it's native 4K and it looks really good. So I feel like I always wanted to play these games, but never did because I feel like they always, or not always, but back in the day, I didn't buy that many games when I was in like high school, college. And so I felt like Mass Effect games kind of took over, like, what this would have been for me. Yeah, and to be fair, you probably, if you were going to choose between the two, I felt like you probably made the right right choice, because I love Fable, but I really love Mass Effect. So, uh, yeah, you're, you weren't wrong to say that. Because it's kind of like, like, if I remember correctly, Fable, if you, like, hung out in a dark, like, forest for a while, right, your skin would turn really pale. Well, is that what they like? Kind of sold people kinda, on. Kinda, like... but it, that 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 game was definitely it. Took the uh, Paragon scale of like Mass Effect and went all the way with it on that to where if you're a good guy, literally, if you're a good guy in Fable One, if you got a halo, in, right? You literally got a halo above your head, yeah. Yeah. And like, if, but like, also cool stuff where if you did magic a lot, you got all these crazy neon blue arcane marking tattoos all over your body. And like, but then if yeah, if you were evil, you would get horns and real pale. You literally look like a Sith Lord almost. Um, or if you ate a lot, you got fat. If you didn't eat a lot, you were skinny. Like they, they went hard in that direction of all the decisions you make affect your appearance and how people perceive you and all that kind of stuff. Um, which is still really cool to this day. Like the one thing I will say about Fable is it aged fairly well in terms of like how it looked because it's got a very car- not a cartoony but a very cartoonish artistic art style to it. And in my opinion, it actually aged fairly well. And the combat and stuff is like left trigger lock on and stuff. So that's still used a lot in action adventures today, you know. So like a lot of the stuff about it aged fairly well, in my opinion. So it still holds up. Like, so if you did want to go back and play it, all three of them are on Game Pass. Like, they're worth it, in my opinion. So. All right. Great. Everybody should play Fable. <laughs> Chicken chase. No, up. don't do it. Play modern games. Play new games. Spend your money. <laughs> Or spend your game share partner's money, and then <laughs> and then they could not play the games. Yeah. Whatever. Super weird dichotomy. So just go for it. Whatever. Uh, uh, the last thing I was playing this week is the new Trials game that came out last week, Trials Rising. Um, I bought it on the Switch, and it's another Trials game. Believe real, it or not. Real, real quick, I'll base off what you and Ladonian said about Mark of the Ninja and Trials. Do you guys actively try to go into a game and are like how can i make this super not fun and raise my blood pressure by like 50 points because you saying <laughs> no hold on every track and him saying stealth only i'm like are you guys wanting to hate this game as you play it like no i mean with a stealth game you try and go as stealth as much as possible so okay. like all right and even it helps that the switch doesn't have achievements because if it did my god i would yeah. like Drive myself up a wall trying to You'd have to like a stealth. deus ex moment yeah. where it's like you'd be replaying every level to not kill anybody. And it, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep, yep. But um, Risky, I, was... I did have a question. How are you finding the controls in 
trials on the Switch comparatively to the Xbox in the past? Um, so, like, the one thing that's weird is that the Switch triggers are just, like, a click. They're not, what is it called when it, like, Capacitive. passes that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you don't have that on the Switch, and you also don't have it with the Pro Controller on the yeah, Switch. Yeah, that's been my biggest issue with the Pro Controller with how expensive it is, is is having those click buttons are is a travesty for the triggers on that thing. And that's it. it's kind of tough in a game that's so technical, like Trials, in the harder levels where you actually need to be like half-throttling sometimes uh, to get or like just do parts of it perfectly. At this point, I'm still... I'm on like my second country, I think, and I'm playing things i'm up to like medium i think so i haven't gotten to a point where i need to do that they did include which this is kind of weird and i find it uncomfortable they made it so you can use the analog stick as your right trigger because that actually does have like some give and it's not just a click uh but playing trials if you can picture it having your gas as like the joystick is kind of it's it's strange. It's something that I feel like I'm gonna have to get used yeah, to if I'm take gonna some be time to get used to. Yeah, right. Like when I'm playing the hard levels and trying to get gold on those, like that's gonna be near impossible if I'm not actually using the analog stick. So I probably should just be focusing on that already, but I'm not. Um, Doesn't sound right at all using the analog stick as your gas. Yeah, definitely weird. I think but. it's cool that they incorporated um, cross platform leaderboards not oh. that it really matters that you can play with each other and i don't really think that many people do that online that much but uh like if you create an account with them like you can get your scores from your friends on xbox on switch on pc i wonder so, if uh playstation's on there i <laughs> didn't think so if i had to guess <laughs> um I must not have that turned on then, because I'm only getting, as of now, like my friend's leaderboard is just my Switch friends. So that must be something I need to do. Yeah, Sign in or my Uplay do account they have or like an account? Yeah, it's probably connected to your Uplay. Yeah, so I have to do that. Um, have you played it in handheld? Sorry. Have I played it? That's the only way I'm playing it. Okay. Just because... Uh, that's like the only way I play my Switch. Cause if I'm gonna sit down and look at a TV or a screen. I'm gonna be playing my Xbox. So yeah, it's just I'm kinda... the same way. I only ever play handheld with it. Yeah, um, it's good though. It's it's just trials. There's like loot crates that you can buy, or you you earn them mm. every time you level up. Um, but the cosmetic stuff is like my guy's wearing a beer helmet right now because solid. Why not? Those yep. are just some of the weird cosmetic you gotta things. Gotta stay hydrated while you're racing. That's true. I actually fill them up with noon, so got to stay hydrated during those long trial sessions. Shout out. <laughs> Get those electrolytes. Um, Show sponsor noon. They also have... <laughs> <laughs> hook us up, Ladonia. <laughs> <laughs> Look at it, you. Um, they do have a map editor, or like a course editor, which it, it seems like... It, you would need a PC to do this. I tried messing with it today just so I could actually see what it was like. And building a course on a Switch with just seems like it would be I think it's just the Switch nightmare. risky. I think it's just the Switch because I watched <laughs> the difference between the consoles, and I think it was just the Switch just can't handle the editor. Okay, that that 100% makes sense then because I opened up and like messed with a little and was like, nah, okay, I'm good. <laughs> Back I'll, right out of this. I'll wait until – because it does have like – um, 
I'm assuming it has a, like an upvote, downvote, some type of system like that because you can get like the most popular courses made by like other people in the community. Uh, it seems like so that's kind of cool. But uh, one thing I noticed is that you can take pieces from literally all of the other trials games. So like if I wanted to search trials of the blood dragon and just make a map using parts from that game that was totally a thing and it was, they had that's it for cool. every single trials game it looked like so that stuff's pretty sweet um and the last thing i'll say the x1 bros they set up a like fastest time they do this once in a while they call it a community challenge and they did uh they picked a trials map or whatever so I've been trying to do that, and that's really halted my progress. As of right now, I have the fastest time out of everybody over there. Get it! And it's because I've spent, like, three hours on the same damn track. <laughs> so that's, that's really awesome. That's what I love about the Trials games, though, is, like, the Friends leaderboards Yeah, it's are awesome. so fun to try and beat your friends' times. Like, I remember when I first got Trials Evolution, I got it, like, pretty late. And all my friends' scores were already up, so I just go and try and destroy all of their scores. It was awesome. Yep. That's what I always like about how they do the ghost racing in that game, because I feel like yep. they kind of pioneered that. So it always adds like a sense of urgency when you're playing those two, and like frustration sometimes you're trying to beat your buddies or whatever. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And the leaderboard is uh, on the PS4. It's cross-platform for ghost racing leaderboard. Huh. And they must have contacted their account manager. And yep. And okay. rivals, whatever that means. <laughs> must be in beta. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, they get they got a hold of their it's account. It's too easy. Manager. It's too easy. What, what can we say? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's it's another trials game. It's a good trials game. It seems like it has a ton of content, um, especially with people being able to make courses, and then you can play those as well. Um, and it has multiplayer, couch co-op, all that stuff. So how yeah, many how many solid people package. can you play in multiplayer? I remember the last game was eight. I think right. I th- the race that I clicked on a multiplayer, I'm pretty sure it was eight. Okay. So I would assume like a custom game would be the same. Not positive. Um, lastly, the Apex Legend. Do you have anything to add about Apex, Chocolate Bear? Oh, I can't get a win. What is going All right. Hey, that's good enough. Perfect. Yep, that's great. Thanks for the weekly Apex update. Uh, Legend status retained. Yeah. Well, I, I was off it for a week and then played my first game, managed to get second. I was like, okay, feeling I'm ramping up. Next game, I got third. Uh, yeah, it just went downhill from there. Just down and down and oh, down. Did you guys see awful. the? Um, someone did like a hit hit box comparison for yeah. all the characters. My God, up. Wraith is like half the size of some characters. Literally, it it, it seemed kind of messed up because I, I, I the argument I saw and I tend to agree with is that if you have a game where everybody moves at the same speed. That's kind of messed up if they all if they all don't have a similar or the same hitbox. Yeah, and, and and they're not moving at the same. She moves way faster. Well, like. that, yeah, and that that on top of it, like you know, is is that because like if like they compared her to Gibraltar and two others, and she was half the hitbox size. Yeah. Which even if it's already small, half of any other number is insane. Literally, yeah, at that it's point. nuts. Like the if you look at all the like pros for that game, like if you look at Dizzy. And, they all play uh, as her, yeah. Yeah, they all play as as Wraith because and, she's just unhittable. And that's not going to probably change after this. <laughs> no. And that's uh, going to be my new main character. Not to mention uh, Bloodhound <laughs> was right up there with her, and also Bloodhound, uh, you could shoot between his legs and not get a hit, uh, depending as well. Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. I think there was, like, 
two other characters that were decent, but yeah, like Gibraltar yeah. and the robot. <laughs> yeah, he might as well be like a billboard. <laughs> yeah, the robot's hitbox is insane. I forget what his name is. Which um, doesn't... Which, not Lifeline, is it? No, yeah, Pathfinder. Yeah, 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 Pathfinder, which almost doesn't make sense con- considering how wiry his frame technically yeah, is. Yeah, you know? it's crazy. Like, so it, Lifeline is good hitbox, and I believe... Um, That's the one I mean. I don't know Bloodhound was Bloodhound was pretty the dude small. that like creates decoys? Oh, Mirage. Uh, Mirage. Mirage. Yeah, Mirage and Bloodhound, I think, were the only other like playable kind of ones. But yeah. Yeah, Gibraltar, you definitely don't want to run. That's crazy. Yeah, no, it's it is kinda wild when you like you would almost expect like a small variance, but like that was like that doesn't seem right when everybody looked at it. It's like that's that doesn't seem right, so yeah. Have they uh, responded to that at all? Yeah, they basically said that they were uh, looking at it and uh, pr- would probably have changes changes okay. following. Yeah, but they were definitely. I mean, looking at it, it like let's say Gibraltar had like a bigger health pool. Cool, like that's well, and I think that's how you'd have to balance it, right? Yeah, like Wraith th- should be able to be killed easier. Yeah, like yeah. if she has that small of a hitbox. Because I think somebody was trying to defend it on Twitter, saying, "Well, Gibraltar has a shield on his gun and then a bubble," but I'm like. That doesn't really matter though if his hitbox is twice the size of a faster character, you know, yeah. and the and their health Unless is the he same. Unless he has twice the health. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, but if their health is the same, that seems I don't want to say broken, but it seems like that could be perceived that way though, you know. Yeah. So, they got some stuff to work out. Let's hope they do it. Yeah. I expect they will. Especially cuz they're looking to get into the competitive scene, so. Yeah. 100%, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um Anybody else playing anything that is not our Game Pass roulette game that they'd like to talk about quick? Nope. Three, two, one, no. All right. So let's get into our next segment, and that is going to be Game Pass roulette. All right. So this is Game Pass roulette, where every other week we roll the dice on a Game Pass game and let you know if it's a hit or a miss. This week's game these last two weeks i guess um the game we landed on was hello neighbor and i will say that this is i don't think we could have picked a better first game to have a conversation about i don't think we could have picked a better first game to spawn a better conversation in the roulette channel that might have took a bigger hit on chocolate bear's brand (laughs) (laughs) and i won't say anything else but but you don't need to now Tune into Discord if you'd like to know what we're doing. If there's not about. a reason to join our Discord, that needs to be it. Yeah, it's still all there. So, so uh, I figured we could start these. I'm just going to read a synopsis of what the game is uh, every time for this. So, Hello Neighbor is a stealth horror game about sneaking into your neighbor's house and figuring out what he's hiding in the basement. Play against an advanced AI that learns from your actions. b and Simulator. That's from Steam. Um. Yeah, so uh, first impressions when you hopped in, chocolate. Uh, it yeah, looks nice. It. <laughs> yeah, I need to be very careful what I say now. It look it looks quite nice. I, I did I did enjoy um, the art style. And then it gets weird. <laughs> yeah, then <laughs> I think quick. one minute into it, I felt very uncomfortable. Um, I managed to get to Act Two, and oh my god, it got worse. So, and I'm going to say that, spoiler like spoiler warning, if you're super into Hello Neighbor and don't want to know what's going on, but with Game Pass Roulette, we're probably going to talk 
about parts of stories and whatnot. Um, so yeah, like ten seconds into this game, you just hear like a small child screaming from like this house where this neighbor dude is. Yeah, and it sounds like he's getting locked in a basement, which or possibly murdered, like or or, <laughs> or yeah, a number of things or stuff. Yeah. Did you see the cutscene right at the beginning? Wait, well, see, where does this it... game take place? Oh, like just uh, in a random like suburbia neighborhood. It looks like you know. Right. Like, do, you, do we know yeah. what country? No. It, you would insinuate it looks like American. Like I mean, okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It, I don't. I don't think anyone talks, do they? He no, just he kind of no. makes like loud noises sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah exactly. You. But like at the beginning, you do witness what potentially would be perceived as like kidnapping. Kidnapping, or he's knocked somebody out, or he's killed somebody, or or something like you know, and he's and he's taking somebody or something to the basement, you know. So I've never had such strong feelings about a game <laughs> in such a wrong neighborhood. Watch in general, just it's just so wrong. The the game for me just did not sit well at all. How did you guys feel about the controls in this game? Because that might have been my biggest issue. Uh, it feels pretty garbagey. Yeah, it feels janky in my opinion. It does, especially when a lot of like, in order to get to areas and stuff. Yeah, in like, order to get to like the second floor, which is initially the first place you need to go, I had to like stack. At least this is how I did it. I stacked boxes. Same. Yeah. And yeah. then had to hop on these boxes. But if you hopped on the boxes like incorrectly, I guess the tower of boxes would just fall over sometimes, or like well, and I, then... I'd sneeze and. It was just everything could go wrong from that. It's... And then they don't even stack as well as you want them to half the Not time. Not at all. Yeah. It, no. it's, I felt like for what the the game was wanting you to do, they didn't build in a, a well-done control scheme, in my opinion. But, yeah. But also they didn't throw... There was no... Hand, not even hand-holding. It literally no, plonked yeah. you at the top of the street, and you had to go follow your ball to, obviously, Mr. Weirdo's house. And that was it. You had no idea there was... I think so in perhaps the, end... the hand-holding was before you started the game, and that's why she got kidnapped. I don't know. I think that was there true. Oh. Um, did you <laughs> did you realize that you could go in the house across the street from you? Across the it took me you? a while to figure that out. Because... No. Uh, oh, so you did... <laughs> Chuck, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I know, totally. What? How? What? So... So that apparently is your house, yeah. the house that's literally across the street from him, and you could go into it because that's where I initially got some boxes to stack up because you can grab things, and then you have, like, four spaces in your inventory. So I walked into my house because I knew I wouldn't have to worry about him being anywhere uh, and then grabbed him and went over. Yeah, because there's, like, an imaginary force field which he can't really cross out of his own yard. Sort yeah, of. and someone please tell me where the actual line is because it I would varies. be yeah. 90% across the street, and then he'd still grab me. And I would yeah. say the, the first, like, as far as, like, jump scares go, I put those in quotations, maybe, like, the first or second time where he kind of, like, caught me off guard, it scared me. But it does this weird thing where, like, like this deep music starts to play and your screen, like, starts to shake so you can tell it if you're, like, too close it, yeah. to him. And I, I don't, I mean, it's helpful, but I feel like it kind of takes away from the immersion or like any type of scare that you might have because it's like, well, I know he's coming, so I better hop out the window and head towards the road where this NPC can't touch me. Yeah. And that's what I was saying, like in Discord, because like, yeah, like the first couple times is scary, but 
the crux of this game, I feel like, is that, but it wears off super quick. So is this game... I didn't play any of it. I, I was traveling too much, and oh, I wasn't going to put my time into this game. Nope. And uh, don't play it. Not with <laughs> don't play it. Out there, you but know what I'm is this game supposed to be like a, a thriller or a scary game, or like how would you define it? So A hot pile of crap. Probably the best way I would define it is like a puzzle trial and error game. So it's Gunman with... and Clive? <laughs> Shots fired. It, I don't. I don't know. I mean, what would you say, Risky? Like, basically, kind of like like trial and error puzzle based with a sprinkling a, of like thriller horror, I guess. Yeah, I mean, the game sets itself up well, like as as well as it can, I think, by I, give like laying out a mystery in front of you and being like, okay, what? Who just got locked in this dude's basement? So you have an objective, uh, but then getting there is the biggest hassle in the world and like it has been said there's no hand holding here i literally had to bring up a guide same uh, yeah in same. multiple multiple parts because i i'd be like a half hour in to just being stumped and like well what am i supposed to be doing i stream I this game see <laughs> what a chocolate, chocolate. chocolate. chocolate's miseries are out there for the internet for everybody to see chocolate Ooh. is that where we got the new uh follower oh. who is quickly <laughs> out of the discord <laughs> Uh, who joined and as the revolving door hit him in the backside as he left. Yep. That seemed like the, the type of people you yeah, pick that's, up from that this person game. this game draws in. <laughs> this makes so much more sense. The, something you'll, you were saying risky about the guide and stuff being stuck in parts. I would argue that after pulling up that guide and seeing what the answer was and how to get to it, I, would, I was almost more mad at that point, more upset, because I'm like, how am I supposed to organically figure out half this stuff that's like, the thing like once once you were up in the once i had finally gotten up into the second floor or got the first key or whatever yeah i had to remove a picture off which the wall. how and would you have known that there's like, like right there's no like crack next to the picture or like anything indicating that anything's out of the ordinary yeah. plus it took me 45 minutes to figure out that i could move things off the wall i thought i could just move <laughs> boxes around and throw trash cans but also, unrealistic uh, physics. I threw a bowling ball at the guy's face, and he did not even flinch, and he still caught me. So, yep. There you go. <sighs> it's not but like great. it does feel like it's missing cutscenes, though, because you make a good point. Like chocolate didn't know about the house that was your house to go in. I didn't know about it for the longest time, but I'm feeling like that's a cutscene missing or something there. So, you know? did you see that there's a Hello Neighbor hide and seek? It's a prequel to this that just see, came out recently. I, think. I saw that, and it insinuates he he had kids at some point, maybe. Yeah. So oh, I had to like look up the story uh, for this. So apparently, this dude got in a car accident, uh, killed his wife on accident, like in the car. Uh, he he had a daughter and a son. The daughter went crazy, and the son pushed her like off a ledge and killed her or something. And the son is actually who oh. he's locking in the basement because he thinks he's like crazy. And he buried his daughter. If you look over on the side of the yard, there's like a grave over there, oh, and that's wow. where his daughter is. Did not know. Is that. the son's name Boo Radley? Uh, yes, <laughs> actually. Chocolate probably does not get that reference. No, I mean, the, the only thing I felt about this what? game, it was more like going into Neverland. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. Well, we're yeah. just sitting that right on the noggin, aren't we? Just, just, mm -hmm. just... Anyways, right. I don't... Oh, let's go around. Um, Doc... <laughs> I'm so glad you're the host, Risky. <laughs> is this game a hit or a miss for you? This is a miss. This I, I, 
this was in early access, and I had played the trial for it back in early access, and I will say that it has not progressed dramatically from what I played back then. Now, I, I don't know about ladder game. Like, I looked up for the time to beat this game, and it seems way longer than I would have thought. So, I, I don't know. Maybe there's a lot more interesting stuff that happens later, but with how it controls and with how you're interacting with stuff early on and how so silly trial and error everything like you know you said the picture frame all that stuff just kind of made me so mad with like how we're expected to figure that out like I, it's it's a total miss i just feel like the game controls fights you too much and for what they're wanting you to do with interacting with the environment it just doesn't never it never feels good so all right miss for doc chocolate how about you hit or miss no complete miss don't play it if you want nightmares play it other than that no uh, it, yeah, definitely a miss for me too. There's nothing like a weird guy locking kids in his basement and then throwing <laughs> white sticky goo at you. Um, yeah, yeah, but it was a hit on Discord for chocolate, so you know they that's got, true. Got that take, going for us. Got to take the, the bad with the good. Um, okay, <laughs> so it was worth it if nothing else for that. Uh, good first game, I I think not not in an actual good way, but. Brought up lots of discuss discussions. Yes, um, a lot of not. <laughs> I want to go into Discord and look at the channel and be like, "This is what the community had to say about this game," but it quickly devolved into like a, a weird. <laughs> I, I don't feel comfortable saying it on the podcast. It just turned weird about this game because the game's weird, and mm. hopefully, the next game which we're about to pick will. Uh, bring out some questions and actual comments from the community about the game. Um, if this is the prequel, though, I am going to be so mad. Spe- <laughs> speaking of, God. though, Neighborhood Watch. Always have a watchful eye. And uh, this ad is brought to you by Protective Parents of America. If you see anything suspicious, call 911. Yep. All right. So, or whatever your emergency phone number is in your country. What is it in uh, England, <laughs> Chocolate? What the, what's your three numbers? 999. 999. That's it. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Glad we figured that out. Um, all right, so I have all of the Game Pass games in the randomizer. I'm going to select one. This is going to be our game for the next two weeks. WWE. Oh, all right, survey says... <laughs> all right, Sonic and Knuckles. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Dream come true. This is going to be great. All right, so... Already a hit. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> So our game for the next two weeks is going to be Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, all these games are obviously in Game Pass, so feel free to play along um, and chime in on the Game Pass Roulette channel in our Discord. Um, yeah, all right, Sonic and Knuckles. Hey, it, it can't be worse than Hello Neighbor is my <laughs> my starting opinion here. Yeah, you're probably right. I, I don't know. <laughs> Guess we'll see. All right, uh, with that... Let's get into some news. All right, Doc, what is in the news this week, and can you give it to us in under 12 minutes? Hell no. First up, <laughs> hits. Quick, hits. Uh, this is just a follow-up to a story we had last week about uh, Game Pass on the Switch. So uh, they had a Xbox uh, subreddit put out a uh, poll, uh, I guess you could or just a survey for all the uh, 
people on that subreddit from a moderator, uh, and it was uh, found that nearly 25% of Xbox players that did not currently own a Switch said that they would buy a Switch if they could play Game Pass on it. Uh, this is per trueachievement.com. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about that last week. Uh, I think that's a no-brainer in terms of selling more Switches to maybe Xbox-only players uh, if they could have a mobile Xbox version. I know we're kind of in a weird scenario because, like, all of us already have a Switch. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know how many people are here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, like, Switch. we're in that weird scenario of, like, this just benefits us. You know, it's not like we would have to buy one, you know, to get the benefit. But um, I think that's just more evidence that it's like, yeah, this seems like a no-brainer from both sides of Nintendo and Xbox. I could uh, see this being, like, a if you, like, me personally, if I had been on the fence about getting a Switch for a while and then yeah. this news came out, it'd be like, yep. That, that, yeah, Done. that's the final thing to tip you over the edge, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, that'll be, uh, you know, again, we'll have to wait till E3 uh, to probably learn more about that. But, uh, yeah, it uh, seems like a good idea. Uh, moving on. Uh, next Assassin's Creed is titled, I'm excited for this, it is titled Legion, and it is set in Rome, and it's coming in 2020. By the title of that, I would assume this is set during Roman times, which if that is true, day one, I will be on this game, 100%. That is my favorite historical period, and that could be really cool. So, what do you guys think if you could play a Assassin's Creed game that takes place around the time of... I guess technically Julius Caesar was in Origins, um, you know, and stuff like that, but that was set in Italy primarily around Rome, Roman soldiers, Roman legionnaires, things like that. I mean... My first thought is that Odyssey and Legion kind of seem like they're going to be very similar. similar. Clashing? Yeah. 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 Um, I'm just going to be another dude with a sword and a shield. Yeah. It. I guess you're right. I, 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 I thought for sure we had heard for so long the rumors of like a one set in Japan and you would be like a samurai ninja. Um, oh, I can't believe be it's still not a thing, dude. That's, yeah. It, it seems like it writes itself, right? Mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, you know, this is a rumor uh, from a site called Next Gen Rumors, which I think Game Informer ran a similar uh, uh, update on Twitter or something like that. But it seems like there is some credibility to this. But I'm like you. I thought for sure that we were going to get a Japan or something. Because, like, not that this is, you know, when I first saw Rome, I was like, well, haven't they already done a lot with the Renaissance and all that stuff? And I'm like, oh, Legion, it's probably set in, like, Roman times. But you're right. Odyssey was... You know, it's not hard for a lot of people to confuse Greek and Roman mythology and settings and stuff, you know, so... I'm just sick of, like, the European, like, Assassin's Creed, like, yes, <gasps> they've been good, but, like, come on, yeah, take us somewhere else, like, Origins was cool, right, because you were in Africa. Yeah. Assassin's yeah. Creed 3 was a pile of garbage, though. I mean, but I hey, liked, four was I good. liked that one. Three was all right. The Native but, American, yeah, that yeah, was right, cool. Sorry. Three was all right. The Tomahawk. The story was, was cool. cool too. Yeah. Like going after your dad, who like is a uh, what do they call those evil people? Oh, yeah. uh, the uh, uh, Templars. Templars. Yeah, he's a Templar and all that. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> but like four but yeah, in the Caribbean. Was I agree. Good too. I think Rome is way too similar to like Greece and all that sort of stuff. Like it's it a little bit worrying. Like, What'd you say? I was, I was just about to say it's a little bit worrying that potentially those two are so close together that assets 
<laughs> might be quite similar. Uh, I see. Yeah, yeah, actually, just... you just made a lot of sense. Copy, that, paste, copy, yeah. paste. Like, villas Change the stuff, color here. Yeah, villas yeah. in Greece would look a lot like the ones in Rome. Yeah, totally. I think this would be a lot better received if we were getting a game in between these two. <laughs> in a different setting. With how I just feel big. Like you can't put these back to back. Yeah. Yeah, actually, maybe you're right, too. Yeah, With how big the map was in, in the Odyssey and uh, Origins, I have to assume it'll be the entire Italian peninsula, though, probably, right? Yeah. But I will... I don't know. Odyssey went down to, like, 50% in, like, two or three weeks. So if yeah, Legion is going to be a on, thing... It's, it's I would $20 say, right now, right? Right. Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> so the, uh, the... Wait for a sale. The complete, like, grand gold edition, which was, like, $120 at release, is down to $30. Yeah. Oh, wow. I got it for free, so I'm going to play it on my yeah, PC. Same th- yeah, I got Google it on the stream, Google. So. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Talking of Assassin's Creed, I watched the uh, movie two nights ago. <laughs> how's, old, how's old Fastbender doing? Did that oh. take over your best video game to movie yes. category? 100%. Best no, one I've ever seriously? seen. Not yeah, I loved it. No, okay. no, I loved it. I right. thought it was re- the story was really good. I enjoyed it. I thought how they did the animus, animus was animus. a little dumb. Weird. Animus, the animus yeah. sucks in the game too, though. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. It's a tanning bed. That's have, what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tanning bed for your mind. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the story I thought was brilliant. The animus was absolute garbage, but the story was not bad. I, I still haven't seen it, so I'll, I'll have to give it a watch. Is it on yes. Netflix or something? In the UK, yes. Yes. UK Netflix. Uh, yes. Just flush that right out of the toilet. Just get uh, whatever that VPN thing is, change your country, and bam, you're good to go. Risky. That's true. I need to get one of those anyways. That's probably true. Um, well, Did we ever take a vote on this about whether or not we thought that they should just get rid of the Animus and just have it where you're that character back in that time? I mean, I think that's an obvious vote, yes. Yeah. Yeah, nobody too, I've, liked I've, Desmond. Yeah, I've always voted yes for that, and I don't know why they hold on to the present-day stuff. So, for me, it was like the first few games. I like, Yeah, Desmond sucked, but I thought all of this was like le- leading, leading somewhere. Up. Yeah. Right, like leading. To like a modern-day Assassin's yes, Creed game? Exactly. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yes. And but no, because a lot of because you remember like the Desmond when you're like climbing up a skyscraper and like yeah. hopping over beams and stuff. It's like, yeah, this is totally where this is going. Like a awesome modern day Blade Runner, like futuristic. Assassin's I think it was Creed. at the end of uh, end of two where you're like breaking yourself out and yeah. escaping, yes. and it's awesome. You're like, yes, modern day Assassin's Creed. The next game is gonna do it, and then Assassin's <laughs> no. Creed next three, game you die. you're just in a cave. <laughs> And then you're dead. Yeah. yeah, and then you're dead. And then it gets better because then after that, in 4, they literally make it all out to be just a meta joke of, like, you're working at Abstergo and oh you're a hacker. God, yes. And, like, you'll read internal emails about how they dissected Desmond's body to get every last piece of, like, memory he had. And I'm like, this is so weird and stupid. What is going on? Like, I, I don't it, know. It, well, I mean, as soon as... that. Yeah, as soon as Ubisoft realized, like, hey, these will make money every year. We can't <laughs> make it future yet because that has to be the very last game. I mean, how cool would it be if you were an assassin? Like, imagine Spider-Man, but Assassin's Creed. Like, yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of, like, that would be amazing. And I think that's what we all thought we were getting eventually. Yeah, like, we never you're going get. through New York, taking out, like, or Chicago, taking out gang members and all that sort of stuff. Like, essentially, take the division... 
put Assassin's Creed. Bam, you are, that's what we want. You already got your Assassin's Creed in Chicago. It was called the Watch Dogs. Yeah, Rip. I didn't play that Rip. game. <laughs> Instead, we get Cassandra walking up in an Armani suit with a staff, being like, "This is Assassin's Creed." Oh yeah, yeah. Quick hits. Let's quick go. Hits. <laughs> Next four up. minutes, Doc. Next three up. minutes. <laughs> uh, did you guys ever play Phoenix Wright Attorney or Ace Attorney back in the day? Nope. Nope. No. Okay. Well, let's get a trilogy on Xbox. So you're perfect for it. Yeah. Never played it. On April 9th, look for that eventually. It had it never uh, been on Xbox or something? No. I, not to okay. my knowledge. I don't think any of them had. Um, cool. Uh, moving on. Uh, Microsoft recently tested a form of State of Decay uh, 1, uh, or Year 1 Edition, whatever it's called, in the Insider Program. I actually tried this out myself, downloaded it. What's interesting about the download when you signed up for this, because when the first thing I saw in, in the Insider Program was I was like, why are they giving me a way this to test? Because at first I thought I was testing new features on State of Decay 2, and then I started downloading. I was like, oh, no, wait, this is State of Decay 1. Why are they doing this? So when you go to download it, you do not download it from the Windows Store at all. You download it as like a separate executable file, as if you were downloading, say, like, you know, back in the day when you would buy a PC game and install it or whatever, it would just be an executable file on your PC. So that was weird to begin with. And then I went online, did some digging, and so this has stirred up a big story in the community because people dug further into the install files, and it actually, you you install a version of DirectX that has a lot of references, references to Durango, which is, of course, what the code name for Xbox One was before it came out. And it would appear that Xbox is developing this DirectX to essentially r make your PC run like an Xbox. Because I found out also that the State of Decay 1 installs from the Xbox store, not the Windows store, on your PC. So, theoretically, this means that you could have your PC basically be an Xbox and run all the Xbox games you own digitally. Man, you just said so much stuff. <laughs> okay, again, summing it up, all it comes down to is that Basically, your your PC could run an Xbox One, not an emulator, but just. But the DirectX stuff, the same thing. Yeah, that could the same stuff be that you're running Xbox... on my phone eventually. Yes, right? totally. Yes, yes. Okay. And so I think this couples with the fact that for a long time, uh, Phil Spencer and Microsoft has been like, "Yeah, we see Game Pass being on the PC one day, not right now, but eventually." And I think this is, if you're not looking at the X Cloud angle this is probably the angle you're looking at at just literally making the pc run like an xbox hmm. so do you think state of decay might be one of the first games that you see on like xcloud or do you think that no it drop I, I think that was or? just a test i think that was literally just them doing a test basically okay. is all it was because i don't think there's any rhyme or reason for the one they chose i think that was literally just to test it out all right um but because otherwise like when i booted it up it runs and behaves just like if it was from the windows store but it just the way it installed and stuff was different so, anyway, right. so uh, that was, you know, interesting. Uh, moving on, uh, Cyberpunk 20, I'm pretty sure it's 2077. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody change that on purpose? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 will be at E3 per CG Project Red. I don't think this is a big surprise, but I think it was definitely one that... Um, I could see you typing. Anyway, I like how you tried to hide your cursor elsewhere, though, to like, <laughs> nothing to see here, moving on. 
Um, I don't think anybody's surprised that this is going to be an E3. I definitely think it was one that a lot of people want to see more of, and hopefully maybe we'll get a release date this year. Um, I don't think there's – do you, any of you guys think it's coming on anything other than next-gen consoles, though? Uh, I mean, doesn't it kind of have to? I mean, theoretically, it could come out this year or early next, and it wouldn't be. No, I think they're going to save this as a console launch yeah. sort of thing. So, oh, yeah. but I just meant, but it'll still run on your Xbox One. Not I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Well, then, this kind of brings up what we talked about last week, where it's like, where does the line get drawn? No, I mean, you're right. I, I think that there's no way they could be developing it for next gen and not this gen oh, as well. Okay, I see what you're saying. I, I, I think you're probably right, but I also think it's going to come down to a game-by-game basis, though. I do. Um because eventually we're going to get to the fact that there is such a gap between the high-end next Xbox and the base OG Xbox One from 2013 to where, yeah. you know, if it does run on both, you're going to be like, it's going to look like an Atari versus like Although, 1080p. Um, when you guys were talking about this last week, I was like, it's probably not that difficult because if you look at like computers and the way computers are like built, right? Yeah, like yeah. someone could run... Fortnite, or yeah, we'll just call it Fortnite, um, on a GTX like 1050, and then someone could have a 2080 and still be playing it, and they still they just have to lower their performance settings. Well, so like if Ep- Xbox enables that, then heck yeah, they could just be like, all right, you have to enable performance settings. There maybe we don't see that on our end, but like if the console recognizes like. Hey, this game. I'm an Xbox One X. I can run it at this, or the next gen console can run it at this. Original Xbox can run it at this. You know, like you're right. I do think it completely depends on the game because one thing about PC gaming is some games scale a lot better than other games do, for sure. Um, you know, like StarCraft Two, you can run on a computer that came out like ten years ago, but like some games like uh, Metro Exodus. You have to have a pretty beefy machine to even run it on low settings. So it, it, I think it totally depends on the game, honestly. Um, but I, I think I think it's possible, though. I mean, I think if, if Microsoft and Sony and them give enough incentive for them to continue to develop older consoles, then I think it's totally possible, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, this will definitely be an early test case, though, for testing the limits of it, for sure. Because right. what we saw at the last E3 looked amazing. So um, Pumped. Yeah. Pumped for it, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, moving on, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order will be at Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, Ladonian. Uh, see the Ooh. game for the first time on April 13th. Ooh. Good. So, Finally, like something yeah. Star Wars that's going to be awesome, hopefully. <laughs> From Respawn, too, no less, coming right. off of uh, Apex. So Apex, yeah. I've got a little momentum going Star into Wars this. Star Wars Battle Royale. <laughs> Could you imagine? A hundred Jedis fall into an arena. Oh, my God, that would be so fun. <laughs> It'd be just a cluster, but so fun. I'm all about it. Just force <laughs> powers left and right. Just... Yeah, so we're going to actually, sounds like we're going to see actual gameplay on the 13th. Um and think we I'll, get a release date? I think they've already said it's this year. So okay, so we might get an actual date. Yeah, we might get a hard date, yeah, because I would assume, it, you know, nothing, I'm, this is a total guess, but I would assume September, October, November, but, you know, who knows. When's the next Star Wars film coming? Is that the Boba Fett one? Uh, well, the, I think it's the, the one this it's year. Oh, no, it's a numbered one. It's the yeah. numbered one, yeah. I, 
uh, at the end of the year, probably sometime. I'm wondering whether it will coincide. Probably. Uh, December December twentieth. I was gonna say Christmas time. So yeah, December twentieth is Disney, the date for. Yeah, if that. Disney has anything to do with it, I would say hundred percent. Because you've got to be able to have that DLC that goes along with the movie. I believe the Disney CEOs call it Synergy. So Yes. Uh, <laughs> we have to, have to maximize Synergy. Uh, Anyways, funny. yeah. Now i got to take a shower. Uh, anyways, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Obsidian CEO on Microsoft Purchase and the Outer Worlds future. Uh, Fergus says that Obsidian has four teams, one making Outer Worlds, two finishing up Pillars of Eternity 2, uh, console port and two other teams that are starting up on new IPs. Uh, that sounds awesome. Because <laughs> uh, th- we haven't even got the Outer Worlds yet, and that looks amazing. Um, Pillars of Eternity 2, I forgot that that's getting a console port. I'm excited about that. This isn't in here, but did you see that the Outer Worlds release date got leaked, potentially? No, I did not see that. Uh, August 6th. I think it this showed up. This year? August 6th of this year. Whoa. Um, uh, I don't. It, I feel like it was an online retailer, and it got, it got posted, and then it got taken down immediately. Some uh, news outlets were picking up that story a little bit, but if that's true, that's, that's awesome. That means they've been working on it for a while. Be. Well, it means they've been working on it for a while, more than we yeah, know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I here's my big question with that: since Microsoft bought them late in the game. Do you, what do you, do you think this is going to be similar to what happened with um, Ninja Theory and uh, that game to where it does come to Game Pass? Maybe just not day one. Yeah, I, I mean they were already asked if it had anything to do with Microsoft, like anything with the Outer Worlds, and it had nothing to do with it. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. Because I think that was up in the air too about whether or not Two K or whoever's got the publishing rights has it to the sequels as well, but. I would assume if Microsoft threw enough money at it, they could make it happen either way. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. The, the, I think the the third and fourth teams working on new things. That's that's the uh, intriguing that's, part here. That's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Um, which means they are a larger studio than I thought they were. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because uh, I thought the Outer Worlds was here, and then Pillars of Eternity was probably. They've like just been that was on it or that whatever. was their two teams or whatever. Yeah, I I did not unless they maybe they've been staffing up. I don't know. Maybe Microsoft um, threw some people their way. <laughs> yeah, some staff. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But uh, yeah, so that's that sounds good. We already know that Sea of Thieves has two extra teams aside from the, or Rare has two extra teams aside from the Sea of Thieves teams that are making new IP. So there's a lot of Microsoft teams that you think of as one team, but they're working on multiple projects. So yeah. That's that's cool, and you really could start to see the whole like them pumping out new games quarterly kind of you know thing that they said previously. Uh, you know their motto that they came out. I don't know if we talked about this before, but it was twenty studios by twenty twenty, and I think they are seven studios short of that. And they were already saying how they're going to announce more at E three this year, but that's insane if they announce seven more studio acquisitions at E three this just year. Think Gosh. about that. It's like. All the crap that Microsoft always got was like, where are your games? And Phil Spencer's like, oh, you want games? Is that what you want? Part, part of it also seems like Phil Spencer being like, oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, nerd, you want games? Well, fine, we just bought everybody. Here's all the games. Are you happy now? <laughs> we bought them all. We bought you, too. Like... Can you imagine him going back in his dressing room just opening the checkbook going, right? That one's written. I think the that bigger one's story done. here is, think, you know how he's big on his t-shirts under his jacket? He's got a huge wardrobe now, if you think about it. Like all those studios. <laughs> like, the man is set, you know? Uh, but yeah, so uh, 
a couple I didn't put this in the in the in the news, but uh, Clobrile, who has leaked a bunch of studio acquisitions before they occurred at uh, uh, XO and all that stuff, uh, he was recently saying that Piranha Games, who makes all the mech games, it's rumored that Microsoft would buy them, which makes sense considering Microsoft has a couple of mech franchises that they haven't resurrected in forever. Um, also, uh, what's the team that makes like City Skylines and um, all the art, uh, all the city builder stuff? Paradox oh. is it Paradox Interactive yeah, or something like that? Yeah, Paradox. Yep. Uh, they've rumored about them, and I want to say there was two other ones, uh, but all of those kind of make sense because Paradox makes PC RTS games. That makes sense that they would probably buy somebody like that. But either way, there's still seven studios short of the whole 20 by 2020 initiative. So E3 might end up being a crazy, crazy show for Microsoft. So. We'll my see. my hope is that they don't like, and I think Microsoft's gonna do it right. I just don't want them to like rush these studios into like pumping out something when it's not ready, and uh, they won't need to because we'll they see have that's so the many. thing. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I wonder what <laughs> yeah. the timeline is. Is it like, hey, every like eighteen months, you guys well, need a new game, or every? Well, think about it this way: if you've got twenty studios, and by all accounts, all these studios are averaging three teams a studio. Like uh, some of them, like Obsidian, has four teams apparently. Uh, but, like, we know Playground Games has three teams, one doing uh, Forza Horizon, one doing Fable, and one doing something we don't know. But let's say they all average three teams. Like, 20 studios, and if you – let's just down, let's do let's small ball it. Let's say two two studios per – or two teams per studio. That's, te- that's potentially 40 teams working on games at one time. That's so, not including whatever they've got in the pipeline, in the pipeline. Previous slide, so, previously before they've done any of this. Let's say Microsoft gives them each five years apiece to have their game come out in a quarter. It wouldn't be impossible for Microsoft to put out a new game in Game Pass four times a year in every quarter, every year going Yeah, forward. that would be insane. In five years is definitely a doable timeline. Yeah. And uh, and you know and clearly they're they're taking an initiative of taking their time. Gears of Gears of War Five normally is on a three year cycle is is going to come out the end of its fourth year. Halo Infinite, which Halo is normally on a three year cycle, will go, be going on uh, five or six years if it doesn't come out till next year. So they are clearly taking their time and giving the studios time that they need to make these games as good as possible. So well, they don't want to release a crackdown, do they? <laughs> hey. I- for what it's worth, I got my money's worth out of that game. So, you know, Doc, you no. didn't pay any money for that game. <laughs> exactly. So. Pay your money. <laughs> play your games you're actually paying for. You're right. You're right. Uh, Crackdown's uh, good. I enjoy Crackdown. But yeah. I sincerely you... hope there's another Crackdown. I do, after playing that. I think the the framework is there for a good game. I think it needs to actually have a good vision and make you know stuff for it, though. Well, I think they need to promise less and deliver a top tier game well, anyway and i think that's why you see that with stuff like halo infinite all we've ever seen from that is a uh is a engine trailer and that's it you know which i have to assume we get more news about halo infinite this year but um gears 5 is this fall too though i keep forgetting about that so we'll see um moving on uh elder scrolls online is getting a new expansion uh Rathstone. Uh, i don't know if you guys watched the trailer but it kind of sets up the what they are calling Season of the Dragon. Um, so dragons are returning, uh, aside from when they returned in Skyrim, uh, I guess. But they're returning to uh, Tamriel. Um, the trailer looks pretty good. Of course, I've been out of... I haven't played Elder Scrolls Online, uh, admittedly, for a long time. I, I got pretty into it when it first hit consoles, but I've not touched it since. Um, I don't know, any of you guys have any interest in getting into Elder Scrolls or... 
Kaboski does. I think that's it. I, I knew yeah. there was a few Only in our community Kaba. that was into it. But... Only Cabo. That's it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there you go, Cabo. That was for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving on, uh, the uh, wannabe Paladins game, Overwatch, uh, is getting a new character um, <laughs> called uh, Baptista. Pushing your luck there, Doc. Uh, look, I, I call it like I see it, you know? I mean, uh, to be fair, Overwatch is good. It's just not, you know, epic level good. So, uh, mobilize alongside the combat medic who has made shrewd decisions to make the world a better place. One bandage or bullet at a time. Um, saw the trailer for this. Looks pretty cool. Um, yeah. Hopefully he balances out the goat meta that's happening right now. Yeah, the whole three, three tank, three healers kind of thing. Yeah, going on. it's yeah. just like if you guys have caught any of the Overwatch like Pro League, it's just like a boring meta. Like yeah. it's Diva, um, Zarya, and then either Reinhardt or uh, the monkey, uh, and then Winston. three healers. Yeah, Winston, and then you got Brigida. Zenyatta, Lucio, and that's it. Those yeah, are, like, the only people they select. Maybe, like, when um, a guy in Atlanta who's, like, uh, one of the best players in the world, Defran, uh, selected Torbjorn at the beginning of a game, people went nuts because they're <laughs> like, oh, my God, somebody got in the, the meta. meta. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, he that dude could play any character, and he would dominate. He's really but, good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I hope this breaks up the meta and like makes it so other players are viable again. Is that I what you think one healer is going to do it? <laughs> I mean, well, I depending mean, on the abilities he gives, I haven't gotten a yeah. chance to jump into the PTR. But yeah, I mean, Brigida changed the entire game. Like the only reason that the goat meta is possible is because of Brigida, pretty much. All right, fair enough. I'm not going to pretend that I know what the, what I'm talking about. So <laughs> go on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that is, uh, that's the news for the week. Okay, hey, we did it. Um, speaking of new things for the week, how about these new games that are coming out this week, Ladonian? Tell us about them. Yeah, so we got There's a Black, ton of them. Black Desert Online, March 4th, for all you guys that like to do, uh, AFK fishing, uh, this is the game for Boy, you. Boy, do I. Yeah, Doc, I bet you. <laughs> Sadly, I don't think Could I do kidding. that instead of playing Anthem? Because yeah. it's, right yes. up my, uh, it's right up my playlist, if that's the case. Yeah. Also, this like fits your possible Japanese anime like Go on. craze. Yeah, I'm listening. The way they dress. <laughs> I don't know. Continue. Anyway, um, next, we got Devil May Cry 5, March 8th. I've never played any of these games. From what they're, they're kind of like a, like a couple of them are on Game Pass, I think maybe. No, I know, but they're kind of like a sword slashy game, right? Definitely, yeah, hack yeah. Slash. yeah, it's hack a slash, yeah. yeah action oriented like I don't know, it's not platformery, but you're yeah you're definitely jumping around a lot though, yeah. Yeah, yeah, cool. Uh, next we got on the Xbox back compatibility, we got Hydrophobia, which never even heard of that game. Is that anyway. Fear of Water. <laughs> That is, I, in fact, the actual term, yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so maybe you're the person who doesn't know how to swim stuck in the middle of the ocean. I don't you know. Don't get, you don't get any points awarded, though, uh, Risky. You have to phrase it as what is. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, you're welcome. And then Marathon Durandal. Um, yeah. Hopefully you're running a marathon. That would oh, be my God. kind of game. A couple big hitters on back and pat this week. <laughs> right? <laughs> 
Um, all right, with games with gold for March, we got Adventure Time, Pirates, and and Chiridion. <laughs> enchilada. I actually thought that was a Mexican dish when I first looked at it. But <laughs> it's not enchilada, is it? No. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, my God, they spelled that terribly. Um, yeah, Adventure Time is a cool show. I would assume this game would be pretty funny. I don't know about the actual gameplay, but... Uh, then we got Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Yes! Which um, seems like a better mobile game than it does on the <laughs> Xbox, but that's just me. Uh, Star Wars Republic Commando. OG I, Xbox. Yeah, yep. yeah. I remember that game coming out. It's decent. And then the worst Metal Gear Solid or Metal Gear you game take ever. That back. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. That is the best story of a Metal Game Gear or Metal Gear game ever. <laughs> oh boy. Nobody take Doc seriously. He no, hasn't played no. Anthem yet. So Look, yeah. <laughs> if you guys want a off the charts, effed up crazy story, play that game because boy does it go places it is or you could just play metal gear solid 5 and you'd get like good gameplay as well as a crazy story i mean we'll just play anthem and you i, I do think you can make a helicopter play uh, toto by africa <laughs> and that does make good gameplay in my opinion so yeah yep yep all right ps plus for march we got call of duty modern warfare remastered which if you don't have that already pick it up because it's a great game yep uh and then we got the witness which I think that's on. Isn't that on Xbox Game Pass? Could be wrong, but I'm sure it was Games with Gold. I think not it was so Games with ago. Gold. Yeah, yeah. Saying, I definitely have that game, and I definitely didn't pay for that game. Yeah, I somehow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's another. It just reminds me of Hello Neighbor, where I would just run into puzzles, and I would have no idea what was going on. Oh, some of them that game stuff tough, all the time. Yeah, that game made me feel real dumb. Yep, it's it's very good at that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yep, yep. Also, guys, I just wanted to. Uh, Shout out Viva La Sweeney for, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this month, he did a step challenge with me. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he lost because his oh. watch broke oh. like a week oh. with a week left to go. So and and just like Doc, he has not called Garmin to fix his watch. So I'm only calling him out. So he actually does call Garmin yeah. and tries to redeem himself in March because right now I'm crushing him. I need to get in he on was, that too. <laughs> uh, he was pushing you though in February, wasn't he? Yeah, it was, it was funny because like for I just work from home, so I don't really take that many steps if I'm just like working. But I would just go for a run and catch up for him, and he would be <laughs> <laughs> he would like work all day and be like, "Oh, look at I'm way ahead of you," and then he'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'll just go for a run and catch up." Yeah. See, so. <laughs> I need to get in on that because at my job I stand all the time and all I do is walk around and stand. So like I feel like I would inadvertently get a lot of steps yeah you probably would but the cost of entry is like at least 115 dollars to get a garment of a step tracker <laughs> which is nothing for you so what you're saying is no, we have no. to pay 115 you, you, say, to... you say that but as soon as you see my wife's budget compared to mine you'd be like oh man well yeah it's just gotta go shopping months. doc <laughs> <laughs> anyway i i just wanted to shout out sweeney so he fixes his damn watch get after <laughs> it sweeney trust me sweeney given my anthem history Take care of it, please. It... <laughs> so hopefully Ladonian just set a precedence there for our guest host to just always yell and call out other members <laughs> of the community. <laughs> you know, like, what the hell? I'm called out when I'm off the show, so I'm going to do the same fair, thing when I'm on it. To be fair, that's that's absolutely true. So. Yeah, if anyone was allowed to do it, I guess it was you, huh? 
Yeah, I made my wife listen to that episode where you guys just took like five minutes straight of Lydonian bashing. <laughs> and it was just, she was laughing her head off. So uh, We give the people what they want. Nothing more, nothing less. It's true. All right, let's plug this show up. Um, head on over to crossatlanticgaming.com to get links to every single thing we do. Um, also hit us up in Discord. Discord is where everything goes down every day. That's where, I don't, if you're not there, where are you? You're not where you need to be. Links for that are in the show notes. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, you can follow us at CAG Podcast. Patreon, if you'd like to support us, we are at patreon.com slash CAG Podcast. Um, I also want to talk for a quick second about our stream team and our mixer channel and all of that stuff. We have unified our streaming into one central location, and that is either mixer.com. I said one central location. Now I'm going to give you two mm-hmm. locations. Both Mixer, the same name, though. I mean, right. Mixer.com slash Cross Atlantic Gaming or Twitch.tv slash Cross Atlantic Gaming. We, um, no spaces. No spaces, right, because you can't put spaces in a URL. Anyways. Um, <laughs> also, but, if you have an Amazon Prime and you're not using it for anything, you could throw us your Prime our way. It wouldn't cost you anything extra. So Subs of subs. Um, yeah, check us out. We are streaming every monday at somebody help me out oh, uh chocolate what's your old time 12 12 gmt time which will be five seven five. est yeah good so if you need something over here in the states at 7 a.m to get your mondays going there's that um and then the u.s guys usually stream tuesday nights around 10 yep time zones vary but it's usually right around 10 so and uh, with being unified under one channel, you will definitely see our channel going live more often just because before we would have people on their own accounts going live at various times. Now it's all going to be under that account throughout the week, so you'll probably catch us more often throughout the week yeah. now. It also means we're at, like, 15 followers right now because we just started <laughs> over. So Yeah, well. <laughs> head to either of those places, drop a like, or, yeah, like, because that's what you do on those things. Drop yeah. a like. Perfect. Risky. Yeah. It took me months to get to 15 followers, so just calm down here. Sorry. Right. roll. <laughs> Ladonian's like, that is a monumental milestone. Take that back, sir. Well, Ladonian is one of the fine streamers that you can see streaming on Tuesday nights. It's high-quality so. content. So I did think it was weird that. when Ladonian was streaming on our channel and he just kept promoting his. I was like, this seems like a conflict of interest. But <laughs> Wait, what? I'm just I don't kidding. that. I'm kidding. <laughs> also, I'll be streaming Anthem uh, this Tuesday. At 10 p.m. Central Time. With Doc? Who knows? Maybe. Tune in to find out. (laughs) Doubtful. (laughs) Tune in next week. Uh, And I mentioned this at the top of the show, but next week is our Patreon drawing, like I said. um, And you guys still have a week for that. So patreon.com slash CAG podcast if you'd like to get in on the drawing. (sighs) I think that's going to do it. We almost stayed under two hours <laughs> oh did we uh we're close yeah, um, we made it if you need to find me i'm at risky the kid everywhere doc doc h1x1 everywhere chocolate chocolate bear it everywhere and lydonian lydonian everywhere All right. hey, hey chocolate did you update your brand picture because it looks like <laughs> you have one with dory the explorer in it now is that official or no 
<laughs> is, that, is that not? Oh, okay. I guess it's not official. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, I'm just gonna stay quiet. Sorry. All right. Well, hey, yeah. Ladonian, thanks for being on the show. A pleasure as always. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank Glad you, to be Dobby. back. Thank Woo! you. All right. Thank you, everyone else, for tuning into this week's episode of Cross Atlantic Gaming. We'll catch you guys next week for an all new episode. Goodbye. See ya. Bye bye. Later. the best dad joke <laughs> guys all oh, right so uh, i'm about to be a dad in like under a month and my best friend gave me a dad jokes book oh, oh boy. yeah got some good ones here here we go We're ready. Right. what did the uh, what did one eye say to the other eye aye aye between you and me something oh. smells oh. <laughs> oh. i like it uh, what one for one what do snowmen do in their spare time? They just chill. Man, that, I, don't, I feel like that one's less All right, good. That was yeah. a step down. Yeah. What's black, yourself. white, and read all over? Red all over. It's a newspaper. <laughs> what? Damn it. Come on. Context. All right. <laughs> all right. What did the monster... Why did the monster see a psychiatrist? He felt uh, abominable. <laughs> These are these are not good. Hey, hey, I got one. Hey, one for four isn't what, bad. What yeah, type is it? What type of shoes do the spies always wear? No idea. Sneakers. Oh. <laughs> what do you call a dinosaur that crashed his car? Uh, a T Rex. His car. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yeah, you got uh. it. <laughs> yeah, you got it. <laughs> All right, hey, good enough, Ladonian. You're gonna be a bad joke teller. <laughs> yep. I was about to call you a bad dad, but that would have been rude. So I called you a bad joke teller. <laughs> Only time will tell. <laughs> Thanks for being on the show. You betcha. <laughs>